the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Prayers Heard in Heaven. God wants to raise up an army of believers whose prayer shakes the nation and the nations of the world. God wants you to shake the evil out of its dwelling place in your family, in your workplace, in the nation. Prayers Heard in Heaven is a teaching ministry teaching God's people to pass blessings with prayer. In the fifth chapter of James, the Bible tells us to pray for one another that we may be healed and that the effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous person availeth much. The following program, Prayers Heard in Heaven, with speaker and teacher Valerie Sneed, will help you learn to pray fervently and effectively and truly see results in prayer. Valerie Sneed, with Prayers Heard in Heaven, starts now. Let's make this year a year of excitement. A year where your dreams come true. A year of actually casting mountains into the mist of the sea. What is it that you wish to achieve? Let's do this together. Do you want to become a better parent, an entrepreneur, or a better manager? You want to become a better wife, a better husband, or maybe you have health issues, and maybe it's even mental health issues that have been holding you back. Well, it's time for a breakthrough. Maybe your dream is to increase in your finances or for the right person to come into your life. Maybe you've just been struggling along through life and nothing seems to ever have gone right. This is your year to cast the mountains in your life into the midst of the sea. Now, that takes breakthrough, and breakthrough comes from wisdom and knowledge. 1 Corinthians 1 and 24. But to those whom God has called, both Jews and Greeks, Christ, the power of God, and the wisdom of God. So the word of the Lord clearly tells us that Christ is the wisdom of God. So if you have the Holy Spirit, you've given your life over to Christ, and the Spirit of God lives in you, then you have the power of God and the wisdom of God within you. Oh, bless his name today. So God wants to communicate with you and bring you to a place of victory. We were meant for mountaintop victory. Have you ever wondered why, as human beings, we don't deal with depression very well? When someone isn't happy and they are continuously in that state, we call it depression, right? Because we're meant to be joyful. We're meant to live in peace. And when that isn't happening, when we don't have peace, when we don't have joy, we feel out of balance somehow because we weren't ever meant to live that way. God made us to be creatures of his peace, creatures filled with the joy and the love of God. 
And if you haven't been feeling that, if you don't feel the peace that surpasses all understanding, that it's time that that mountain, whatever it is, is standing in your way, was cast into the midst of the sea. And we're going to talk about that today. And then we're going to take some steps. I'm going to actually give you some steps that you can take to cast your mountain into the midst of the sea. So you say, well, Valerie, you know, that sounds easier than it can be done. But I want to tell you about someone in the word of God who had to cast a mountain into the midst of the sea. And sometimes the mountain that he had to cast, I've heard it told as uh, he had to fail or come to rock bottom. But I kind of have a different perspective on that. And I'm looking in the book of Luke right now, Luke chapter 15, verse 11 to 32. Stay with me, if you will. Luke chapter 15, verse 11 to 32. It's talking about the prodigal son. Let's start here with the truth. God never wanted you to be defeated by any circumstance that you will ever face, any challenge in this lifetime. And God does not want you to be afraid. He said, I haven't given you the spirit of fear. I gave you love, courage, And a sound mind. I'm going to quote it as it is. I have not given you the spirit of fear, but love, courage, and a sound mind. Now, in that scripture, love, courage, and a disciplined mind is actually what it means. I've had people say to me many times, not just once, several times in this lifetime, Oh, Valerie, I don't have the discipline that you have to fast and pray. I don't have the discipline to to do this that you have or the discipline. Now, that's just not true. That's not true at all. Because God said, I didn't give you the spirit of fear. I gave you love, courage, and a disciplined mind. So the same disciplined mind that I have, you have the Holy Spirit. You have the same disciplined mind. We have the same Father. So what I have, you surely have. And so what we must do is use that disciplined mind and put it into action for ourselves. What God has given us, so many of us do not utilize what God has given us. We must recognize what God has given us. I'm talking about today how to cast your mountain into the midst of the sea. Let's visit the prodigal son for just a few moments. I believe today God wants to show you something that brings new victories in your life because every challenge, every circumstance that you face, you were meant to stand on the mountaintop. When you face a challenge in life through the power of the Holy Spirit, God is going to do one of two things. He is either going to move that mountain or he's going to set you on top of it. I guarantee you every time. You have a God that has never been defeated. He has never lost a battle. In life or in death, God never loses. And when you walk a life aligned with the Holy Spirit, aligned with the will of God, and we meet God on his terms, you will be victorious in every circumstance. And I know you'll be writing and telling me about it. Let's go to Luke chapter 15, verse 11 to 32. Remember, God doesn't want you to be 
afraid. I want you to keep that tucked in your heart going forward. God never wanted you to be afraid in any circumstance that you face. You are supposed to always take the victory and you're heading towards that right now. This is going to be the year that you win. This is going to be the year that you overcome challenges in your life and maybe some things you've been dealing with them for a long time. But I am telling you that the church is coming into a year of tremendous victory. Those who are watching and waiting, they're aligning themselves with the will of God. When you align yourself with the will of God and you are obedient to his word, you're going to stand on the mountaintop every time. I want to talk about the prodigal son for just a few moments. Now, I'm sure you're very familiar with the prodigal son and and he is the the son in the Bible that Jesus spoke about in the, the parable of the prodigal son. Jesus is there with the disciples and he's telling them this is an incredible a parable, a story that he's telling the disciples. And they had to be absolutely mesmerized as the master is teaching this great truth that'll carry you through life. He's teaching about the prodigal son. And we know that the prodigal son was there in the house with his father. And there was the other son. So his father has a prodigal son. He has two sons. One's a prodigal and the other one stays, you know, by his father's side the whole time. And the one that wants to go off and have his own adventure and live life his own way, he's called the prodigal son. He kind of has his own way of thinking. And so the prodigal son says to his father, who's a very wealthy man, give me my inheritance. And I'm paraphrasing, if you will, from Luke chapter 15, verses 11 and 32. And so the prodigal son says to his father, give me my inheritance now. Now, instead of waiting until his father passes on and makes his transition from life, he wants his money now. He doesn't want to wait for that time. He wants his inheritance right now so that he can live life the way he wants to live it. Now, watch the father very closely. The father acts with great wisdom. The father agrees. He gives the son his portion of the inheritance. So we know the son packs up and he leaves. He goes out from his father's house and he goes and lives his life the way he wants to live it. But he meets difficult and challenging circumstances. He isn't prepared to handle things on the road in life that he has chosen. Remember that we always choose. We choose. God has given us free will and we choose. If we don't choose to go the path that God has for us and we choose the opposite road, then down that road, we may meet obstacles and circumstances in life that we were never even supposed to face. It wasn't even in God's plan for us to face certain obstacles. We weren't supposed to meet them. Have we chosen to live according to his will and his way for our life? The decisions that we make are so very important. And so the prodigal son decides that he's going to go out from his father's home and leave his father's land. And so he goes afar off, the Bible tells us, and he wastes his money on prostitutes and gambling and living however it is that he wants to live. And he wastes all of his money, all of his inheritance that he had. And he ends up 
feeding the animals, and he ends up being a servant and living a life that was never planned for him to live had he stayed in his father's house and lived according to the way that his father had planned for him. And so as he's living this life in a completely different state than was ever planned for him, he realizes that his poverty, he realizes his financial state, he realizes that he's living a life that he was not called to live. And so one day he looks up, the Bible tells us, and he says, I will go back. I will return to my father's house. Oh, bless his name today. And so when the son realizes that he doesn't have to live this way, that he's chosen a way that was not planned for him, but he turns in his heart, he purposes in his heart to turn back to his father and to go home. And the Bible tells us, that the father could see him from afar off. Do you know that God can see you from afar off? No matter where you are, no matter what your circumstances, he can see you from afar off because he is your father and he is always looking after us. Jesus is telling us a lot of different truths during this parable that he is speaking. And so the father saw the son coming from afar off. And he says, look, it is my son. He has come home. And so he tells the son that's in the house with him, prepare, you know, a party. He wants to give a great feast for the son that has returned home. Isn't that amazing? Now, there's a lot that Jesus is showing us here. One of the things that he is showing us is that the father kept a good relationship with his son. How do we know that? Because the son knew that he could return to his father's home. When he had gotten himself into such a difficult circumstance, the challenge was so great, and he knew that he could not face it alone, he knew that his father loved him. And so he knew that he could return unto his father. I'm going to go off on the side journey for just a moment. As a parent, Even as an employer, you know, anyone that's in authority, we must always keep a good relationship as much as possible. The word of the Lord says, as much as possible, live at peace with all men. So it's telling us, keep a good relationship with everyone as much as possible. No matter who it is, try to be on good terms as much as you can. The father obviously kept a good relationship. So when that son wanted his inheritance, apparently the father did not abandon him, so to speak, emotionally. He didn't put him down. He didn't slander him in front of his brother, in front of the other servants. He gave him the wealth as he requested it and let him go on his way as he set on on his way to live life the way he wanted to live it. The father had wisdom. He knew in his heart that the son would return. He knew that the son, just by his behavior, you can kind of tell when someone, they don't know what's ahead. They really won't be able to manage that circumstance. But the father had patience. The father kept a good relationship. He gave him his inheritance and set him on his way. It's important as parents, as godparents, as grandparents. It's important as employers. It's important for anyone that's in authority over someone. It's important. Keep a good relationship. You know, in business, sometimes it's called an open door policy, right? Keep an open door policy that that child, that relative, 
that employee, even if it's only to return to you for advice. Remain a light in their life that they can always find the way back to you. That's what God calls us to do. So the father kept a good relationship with the son, and the son knew that he could return home to the father. As the father sees him from afar off, the father says, Ah, it is my beloved son. He has returned home. So the father, his heart is warm. It's it's full of love. He is every bit of what a father should always be. He is every bit of what a Christian should always be. His heart is prepared to receive him. But the son realizes that the father loves him and that he can return. No matter what your challenge is, no matter where you have been or how you have lived, always know that the father can see you from afar off and that the father is waiting for us to turn to him for answers. He is waiting to help us in every challenge that we face. When we refuse to turn to the Father and we determine, I'm going to do this on my own. I don't need God. I know the way by now. And we're setting ourselves up for failure. We want to always remember in our heart that God loves us and that we can turn to him in every circumstance that we face. The challenges of life. God's desire for us is to perfect our love for him to develop a relationship where we depend on him, to develop a relationship where we bask in his presence, his power, his love. God's divine love for you will meet every circumstance that you face, and you'll face it with confidence, knowing who he is. You'll be able to stand. The prodigal son may have created his own troubles by leaving his father's home. However, there is one thing That he did not leave behind. He knew his father loved him. And when he reached the bottom in his life, when he had lost everything and he no longer had riches to solve his problems, he knew that he could return to his father. He remembered his father's love for him. Right now, where you are in life, have you turned within to experience the love of the father? Whether things are great or whether they're not so great. Maybe you're in a hospital bed right now. Are you facing a situation where you just don't know which way to turn? Turn to the Father. Turn to his love for you. He loves to give you answers and to meet every need. Perfect love casts out all fear. Once we grow to an understanding of God's great love for us, it puts us in a new position. We're talking today about being able to, to cast every mountain into the sea and take your position of victory. I want to give you some steps today about establishing that relationship with God. And if you need restoration, we're going to go over that today. Restoration with that fellowship of God. Your victory will never be any greater than your relationship with Jesus Christ. How strong is your awareness of your bond with him? You want to establish yourself in this relationship. When you need answers, let's talk about the steps to resolve every circumstance. And you don't have to write these steps down today because you can go to our website and where there is a place for prayer request, you can go there and request prayer. And you can also request the steps 
to casting your mountain into the midst of the sea. So you don't even have to write it down. We're going to send it to you by email in writing. Set a time each day where you meet God. He will move your mountain or place you on top of it. So let's go over the steps of victory. If there's turmoil or maybe you need to make a decision, the first step is to remove your mind from the problem. Let's cast the mountain in your life into the sea. Remember the relationship with knowledge will bring you into power. To conquer any dilemma, there's some simple steps. One would be first, set a time each day that you go before God. And whatever the situation is, you are going before God for answers about that specific situation. So set an exact time. Maybe it's early in the morning because then you know you won't be disturbed and you won't miss that time. Open that time with some type of worship music that speaks to your heart. So open with just a few minutes of worship music and then set the problem, the dilemma down. Go to Psalms 51, restoring your fellowship with God, restoring fellowship, repentance, talk with God. Repentance means I've changed my course and I will not go back the same way that I came from. I'm going in a new direction towards God. Begin to read the Psalms. Make the book of Psalms your personal sanctuary. Read the Psalms for a while and listen for the voice of God. As you're reading through the Psalms, there may be scriptures that kind of like jump out at you. Don't just pass by. Pause and stay there for a moment. Stay there for the space of maybe the time it would take you to say an Our Father prayer. Stay in that scripture that's speaking to your heart. Write it down. Make a note about it whatever God is saying to you. He might speak words that you hear in your mind, or he may say nothing at all. You might not hear anything, but I promise you, even when you're not hearing something, God is depositing wisdom within you. I'm going to give you some suggested Psalms, maybe reading Psalms 1, Psalms number 8, Psalms 34, Psalms 15, Psalms 16, Psalms 18, Psalms 25, Psalms 27, Psalms 30. Trust the Lord for your miracle. Read Psalms 30, verses 20 to 22, Psalms 34. Begin that time not thinking about your problem. You're only submerged in the word of God. Take your mind completely off of whatever you are facing. And as you read through the Psalms, allow God to speak to you. If you don't hear the answer, go back the next morning. If you don't hear the answer, go back the next morning. Stay in the word of God. God will speak to you while you're in the word of God. Or he will speak to you in the wee hours of the night. But God is going to answer you and give you the answer to your dilemma. He might even speak through someone else. But remember, whatever the answer is, it's confirmed in the word of God because God will never speak to you and give you something contrary to his word. It will never conflict with the word of God. It will always adhere to the word of God if it's the voice of God speaking. And then 
another way of drawing closer and bringing yourself more into the presence of God, begin reading through the Bible. Every child of God should be reading through the Bible every year. There's a chronological Bible, and it's broken down into 15-minute increments. And you can read through the Bible yearly by reading 15 minutes a day. You will be astounded at the knowledge that you will gain. In order to have breakthrough, we must have wisdom and knowledge. As you spend this time alone with God, let the challenge go and focus on God. Your circumstances will be resolved. You'll be establishing a relationship and you will have confidence in God. You will know that you are secure and that no matter what the circumstance is, beneath you is the everlasting arms of God sustaining you and keeping you. You will find that you have a method of going to God to receive answers. Oftentimes, when someone calls me with a dilemma, I set down their problem and I go to the Word of God and I use this very method and I receive answers to their circumstance. God wants you to have mountaintop victory and cast the problem into the midst of the sea. I'm Valerie Sneed with Prayers Heard in Heaven, teaching God's people to pray. You've been listening to Valerie Sneed with Prayers Heard in Heaven. If you missed any of the program, listen next Sunday evening at 5.30. For more information about their weekly live prayer call, visit their website at prayersheardinheaven.org. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.